It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Hey now, thanks for checking out the After 9 Podcast, everybody. We set a new record yesterday. It was the fastest podcast to reach five figures in history for a Canadian podcast. And that is huge. So thank you, everybody, who downloads the After 9 Podcast or streams it or listens or however it is you do it. We certainly appreciate you. And for the subscribers, too, make sure you click that link, and that's how you can get the new episodes every time we do it. And we're doing a lot more than uh, we have been. So hope you enjoy. Coming up, we're going to talk about Chick-fil-A, because I'm really tired of the tweets and the hate every time I mention Chick-fil-A. Okay. So we're going to mention that. Uh, We're also going to talk about allergies, because I'm getting criticized on Twitter for that. And we're also going to talk about vaccines. All those and more coming up on a very controversial edition. (laughs) Of the Scott and Cat After Nine podcast. <laughs> By the way, it shouldn't be controversial at all, but here we go. Um, there's a great thread, and it was Reddit that did it. And this is from our radio show this morning on 91.5 The Beat. And people were weighing in on the various things in their life that seem to exist for no reason other than to piss you oh, off. Yeah, there's so many things. I think M- McDonald's Monopoly, I think we've learned, is one of those things for me. <laughs> I'll read you a couple of them because it's great. Yeah, there's some good ones. Recipe websites that have a long personal story and an essay before they finally get to the recipe. Listen, Cheryl, we don't give a fuck (laughs) that it was a cloudy morning when you realized that you could go for some apple pie. We just want the ingredients list. Right? You know, before I realized you could put carrots in a stew, I had a long and sordid childhood. Let me tell you about it. Uh, itchy tags on clothing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all about the tags that are built into the clothes. You know Sewn what I'm in. saying? Thank yep. you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, just stitch that right on there. That's great. Pop up ads that take up the entire screen. Mm-hmm. So I play. I know it's going to sound juvenile, but you know the solitaire that I don't know if it comes with an iPhone or if I just downloaded it once and it keeps going on to the new you phones play that I solitaire get. Solitaire on your phone every day. They have a daily challenge, and I'm on like a 12 month streak of every day beating the daily challenge. Wow! So I don't know whether to congratulate you or feel bad tell for you me. that you yeah. really got to get hey, into some hobbies. You're a loser. You're such a <laughs> like, fucking loser. I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you live alone, but I didn't know you were like alone, alone. Anyway, they have a pop-up ad that appears before you can play the game because it's free and it's ad-supported. And and sometimes it's very confusing to figure out how to get rid of it because sure. they'll like hide the X to close the ad. So yeah, I get exactly yep. what this person is saying. Plastic packaging that is impossible to open. Mm-hmm. The one that hurts your hands, you have to cut it open with scissors and then pry it open and you'll probably cut yourself when you do it. Yes, and you do cut yourself. Have you ever cut yourself trying to open a package? Plastic and cuts suck. Is it even worth it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Long receipts. Okay. I know this is going to sound like such a first world problem, but I hate long receipts. And I'm pretty sure it's like shoppers, I think, that does it. You can go in and literally buy two things. You go into shoppers, you buy uh, shampoo and toothpaste, and you get a receipt that's like the length of your arm. Yes. And there's always like, they have to do it because it's part of their job, but then they lay that long ass receipt out. Hang <laughs> on here. <laughs> So let me just unroll this. And what you can do is you can do this survey, fill that out. And then you can fill this survey out and tell us how we did on this. Oh, wait. On the other side, you can do that. Again, nobody has time for it. Automated call answering services that make you enter your account number. And then the live person asks you for your account number. Stop doing that! 
I do find it impressive. A lot of places, I know um, my bank, RBC, I had to call them, and they have one of those automatic now where you – Hi, they know I'm Steve. Going- I'm your automated personal assistant. <laughs> But the good part is they do. I'm Steve for a hotel chain in the Caribbean, Are you by the Steve? way. <laughs> by the way, yeah, the name is never the name. No. But that said, they have the new voice. The thing I do like is when they have the voice um, uh, identification. So yes. when you start to talk, they're like, great, we've already identified you, so I don't have to ask you 15 questions. And again, we know this is like, these are not big issues. But they're still annoying. You know who the worst is for that is Bell Mobility. You can call Bell Mobility and they'll say, please enter your phone number. So you enter your phone number, beep, 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 da, da, da. And then as soon as you get a live person on the line, can you please enter or can you please tell me your phone number for verification? I just fucking did that. Yeah. And how is that even verification? It's not. How is that verification? And it's Bell. I'm calling from a Bell phone. You know the number I'm calling from. It's probably on your screen. You're supposed you probably to knew know. everything the second I hit pound three one or six one one or whatever it is to call Bell. You guys invented the fucking phone. You can't even figure it out. <laughs> uh, last one, and then we'll move on. One ply toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So I have a nice assortment of fresh, fluffy toilet papers in my house. In fact, it's extra soft. In fact, if you come over and use a toilet in my house and require toilet paper, it'll be like wiping your ass with a duvet. It's very, very soft. (laughs) Very soft. Okay, good. But then you go out to to work. Oh, work is really notorious for having cheap toilet paper, right? They've got those big ass rolls, but there's really only one ply on it. And then the rolls are so heavy when you go to pull on the toilet paper since it's only one (laughs) ply. It rips. It rips every time. (laughs) You know, I was in this bathroom for like 15 minutes. I had to get back on air and I'm here pulling. Damn it! Trying to pull the damn toilet paper out. The rolls are so heavy. The ply's so small. And you're frustrated, so you pull harder, and that just makes it rip more. (laughs) What? Once, like, you know, the whole plastic, like, component, I I took it right off the wall once. Oh, that's why I left there. Uh. <laughs> I just couldn't anymore. Oh, uh, fuck. That's great. Uh, I put up a sign on my lawn for Halloween, and I thought it was cute. And, and how I, dare you? I put it out. I know. How dare me? Um, I put it out on social media the other day. It says Reese certified home. And it's not like you can just go and buy these. Reese has sent it to me. So I thought this is unique. I'll put it on the lawn. People are going to know when they come here, they're going to get Reese's peanut butter cups. Cute. Three different people commented. Well, I guess I won't be stopping there because my child has allergies. Uh, okay, then don't stop. Like, I think I made your job easier, didn't I? Now you just know to skip that one because any number of... I don't know what they're going to put in your kid's bag. That's why you inspect it afterwards. Were they hoping that maybe you'd change your mind and give out a different kind of candy? I don't or know if they were trying to... the intent? I don't know if they were trying to change my mind or trying to make me feel guilty or they were just trying to tell the world that they have a kid that has allergies. Listen, I'm there with you. I have been diagnosed with anaphylaxis. Now, I'm not allergic to nuts. I realize there's many different things that you could have an anaphylactic reaction to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nuts, shellfish, that's another common one. I happen to be allergic to uh, the active ingredient that you would find in Advil, that you would find in Aleve, that you would find in a lot of very common over-the-counter drugs. So I have to be very careful. And if I were trick-or-treating for drugs... (laughs) Where does that happen? If I were trick or treat, yeah. 
if I had a headache and we're just wandering down the street and somebody had up a, a sign on their lawn that said uh, Advil certified house, I'd think, oh, oh, shit, I better not go there. So And I'd just move on. I would consider that a service. Like, great, they just saved me a trip. That's awesome. Sure. One less thing to weed out later on. Sure. I wouldn't go and pound on their door and say, listen, fucker, <laughs> you carry Tylenol and get rid of that Advil now. I'm not going to do that because that's their choice. And I'm not even going to make them feel bad about it on social media or shame them in any way. On that note, you're getting shamed for a couple of things. Oh. Can we talk about the Chick-fil-A thing? Oh, my God. Because we brought up... uh, Chick-fil-A is a lightning rod, by the way. Anytime it comes up on the... It always happens. Freaking morning show. Every time, every time I wait for the text to come in. You like Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. You travel to the States often. All the time. It's coming to Canada soon. They've got one in Toronto now. There's one in Toronto, and then there's going to be other locations, I believe. Not sure where. Right. Every time you bring it up, mm-hmm. somebody comments, and I'd like to know what you think about this. I can't believe you're supporting. It usually goes something like this. I can't believe, Scott, you're supporting somebody who discriminates against LGBTQ community. Right. Okay, listen. When it comes to Chick-fil-A, like Kat said, I've been to Chick-fil-A countless times in America. So many times. And when I go there, It's always a pleasant experience because Mm -hmm. their staff are trained specifically to be nice. Never once have I seen anything anti-LGBTQ. And to the contrary, I have seen many kind things happen there. I've seen someone drop their order right there. And like a lot of fast food places, not all, but like many, they just said, hang on, we'll clean it up and we'll make you a new order, no charge. There's been stories in the news of people that got a flat tire in the drive-thru. The staff came out of the restaurant and changed the tire for them. They're meant to be kind, helpful people. That's what they do. Now, the owner of Chick-fil-A, and I don't know the whole story, and frankly, it's not something that I spend a lot of time researching. The owner of Mm Chick-fil-A has been accused of being uh, very right-wing religious. That's why the restaurant is still to this day in 2019 not open on Sundays. He's been accused of supporting groups that are traditional definition of marriage. I have no idea what that's about. And frankly, I don't think I'm supporting that in any way. I just happen to like their food. And anytime I've been there, I never witnessed any discrimination or any harassment or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I went in, talked to some nice people who have got a job and getting paid. And they made me a sandwich and I paid for it and I left and it was a good sandwich. That was all. And when I say it's a good sandwich, I'm not saying screw the anti-LG, screw the LGBTQ community. Far from it. I just happen to like the sandwich. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to go there because you've read stories, by all means. If you were actually there and witnessed something happening, by all means, don't go. But this goes back to what we were saying during the election campaign. You got to stop trying to convert everybody to your side on everything. Am I crazy here? You're not crazy. And that's that's exactly it, that last point you made when we were talking about the election. To me, if you don't want to support something, whether we're talking about a small store that's in your town that's a family-owned and you had a terrible experience and you don't go there, don't go there. Right. Uh, or it's a product um, that maybe once had a recall and then you don't want to do it. If somebody else wants to use that product, go to that store, restaurant, fast food chain or otherwise. I, I never understood that. To me, you make the most, you, you're the most powerful when you 
decide what comes out of your pocket and into, you know, somebody else's. Buying power is everything. Buying power is everything. So do that. Don't spend money where you don't want to spend money. But honestly, I think you're doing the opposite when you try to lecture somebody else, regardless of what it's about. A lot of it's in the approach. It is absolutely in the approach. If somebody said to me, hey, Scott, just so you know, not sure if you've heard, but there's a lot of stories in the news where people are suggesting that the owner of that particular restaurant is uh, very religious and he doesn't support the LGBTQ community. Just thought you should know you might want to look into it. Maybe I might think, oh, maybe I should look into it. When you come at somebody, guns a-blazing, fuck you, I can't believe you'd support Mm -hmm. that asshole, blah, blah. You're really just Mm -hmm. drowning yourself Mm -hmm. out. No one is going to listen to you when you go to them like that. You're just going to drive it underground. They're still going to keep going there. They just won't tell you about it next time. And that's why there's so many people that support certain things that they're not going to talk to you about because you're coming off. You're coming in hot. You're coming in hot. And it's really, really hard for someone to take you seriously when you do that. Absolutely. And I remember the last time it was we talked about something and I said something about Walmart because it's such a convenient place. And then Oh, the got, child fucking labor that's, though. That's, Holy shit. That's what I got. Essentially, and I said, you know what? I am or the jobs and it was oh, they're taking jobs away from this and that because they've got everything under one roof and uh like then don't fucking shop there, but don't tell me where to shop. Right. It just bothers me. So I hear you. Uh-huh. Uh, I hear you. I notice you do get it a lot more than I do. Yeah, people are really aggressive, yeah. especially on social media. Yeah. Fun fact, nobody has ever once come up to me at an event, and I'm everywhere. I'm very accessible. No one has ever come up to me and said, screw you and your Chick-fil-A sandwich and their delicious pickles. Screw you. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that to me, but they'll say it on Twitter. <laughs> I don't understand. Of course, of course. It's nuts. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Um, there's a vaccine protest today at Queens Park. These are people who are protesting for the right to not have to vaccinate their kids. This is a real tricky subject. Really, really tricky. Because there are people who have, honest to God, legitimate concerns about the vaccines that are out there. There's a lot of parents who just will naturally get their kids vaccinated when it's time. The doctor says, oh, you need this vaccination. So the kid gets the shot. Yep. And then there's other people who I don't know where they get their information from. The anti-vaxxers. Yep. They're I, called. Yep. I don't even know if it's based on science or if it's extra science or what. But for whatever reason, they're convinced that it's dangerous to get those vaccines. And is telling them you have to do it or you are going to be shunned in society. You may not even be allowed to go into schools. So these people are protesting for their right to not vaccinate their kids. The problem with not vaccinating your kids is, and it's all well and good if you want to do that. I mean, I guess you're the parent. You have to make a parenting decision, but it's all the other kids that go to school with them. And if you don't want to vaccinate your kids for the measles, okay. If there's a measles outbreak in the school, everybody suffers. This fucking pisses me off as a parent, though. It You've got kids that are going to be going to school. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. Regardless of whether they go to school or not, there are community events. There are activities that kids do where they're all in the same spot at the same time. Libraries. All the time. There's a great example. Library. 
I when I have an infant that cannot yet be vaccinated for certain things, because I'm not an anti-vaxxer, I vaccinate my children. Uh-huh. I do it for a reason. And there are certain things you cannot give vaccinations under a certain age for some of these, right? So I have to wait, for example, until Paris is, what's my next one? Eight months or something like that before right. I can get the next one. There's what is a it, chance. the measles, mumps, rubella one? Measles, mumps, rubella, you get a couple of those in the first year, I think. You get the first dose and the second, and then they're good for a while. Uh, but if I go somewhere and someone's kid is sick with that and gives it to my child who I would like to get vaccinated but can't, you better fucking hide. <laughs> okay. Let's just put it that way. All right. All right. And there's a lot of people who feel very passionate about this on the other side. These are the types of protests that I worry about because they're really well organized and they're really well funded. And these are the people who have the money to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. And once a decision gets made there, it's final. Like it or not, one way or the other, it's a final decision. And and I get it from both angles here. I really do. Because uh, my kids had all their vaccinations that they had to get. But when my kids were a little bit younger, and they're they're close to 20 now, they started introducing new vaccines. Oh, here's the vaccine against, um, uh, what's that one that everybody's getting? The the sex one. Oh, yes. HPV. HPV. It's oh. not a sex one, fun fact. Explain. You can catch it by anywhere. Okay. It's not just a sex one. So yes. here's an HPV vaccine. And particularly when vaccines come out that are brand new, I think that's where a lot of the skepticism comes from. So- uh, I've never heard the argument from the anti-vaxxers. I've never heard it. I've not understood it. I just understand that they are challenging this with a very serious belief, whether it be religious or not. I don't know where they get their information from, but I'm really curious to see how this one turns out because this is one that could get really ugly. And there's people mm-hmm. that are passionate. You can't put your kid who's not vaccinated with these other kids who, for whatever reason, can't receive vaccinations. It, it, it's a real serious public health risk. But if you, I mean, if these are the people that do have so much money and whatnot, then like you should figure something else out for your child. Then don't put them in the public school system. Like you said, there's going to be a lot of places where they may interact with other people. Walmart, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> How dare you? All right. In any case, that's the story we were covering this morning on the morning show. Uh, we have another podcast coming out later on this week. Everybody enjoy. And if we don't talk to you before Halloween, have a happy Halloween. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to suck. Like they're saying yeah. high winds, driving rain and fairly cold. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> you know what that means? No kids are coming to your house. You're eating all the candy. If you bought a 90 pack of O. Henry, Skittles, Mars, and something else, it's... you're going to have about 88 chocolate bars to eat this year. Your office is going to be flooded with candy uh, come Friday. It's going to be that way, so bad. Everyone's going to feel guilty if they keep it in the house. They think they're going to eat it over the weekend. Watch. Everybody in this office, if that happens, if it's crappy weather, is going to bring in their candy. Okay, but in all fairness, every office has somebody... Let's give him a name. Let's give this guy a name. Let's call this guy uh, Daryl. Is that good? Sure. Is that a good name? Every office has got a Daryl who is just going to keep wandering up to the desk and grab a chocolate bar each time he goes. Sure. Every time he goes to the bathroom, when he comes back, he's going to grab a chocolate bar and take it back to the desk until Daryl's just got a whole fucking waist bin full of, <laughs> of candy wrappers and three cavities. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and you're going to wonder, doesn't Daryl eat at home? But no, he doesn't. He just comes in and eats all the fucking candy on fun, November the 1st. Fun fact, he waits for November 1st every year to eat. You know, and pe- then he hibernates like a bear. People make a big deal of this. Like, oh yeah, November 1st, all the candy's half price. Just go into the fucking office and grab a handful of it because it's there for free. It's true. It's there. It's true.
Have a good one, everybody.